Welcome to Awaken to Grace. I'm Chad Roberts, and I'm so glad you're joining us today. Have you been growing from our sermons? If you are someone that you have been listening and you've been following Awakened to Grace, then I want to invite you to our website, awakenedtograce.com. And I want to invite you to pray about helping us spread the gospel in a greater way. You know, the Lord has put us on many wonderful platforms, just like the one you're listening on. And he has provided all the funds to do this, but we want to expand even more. We want to, we want to see the kingdom of God be furthered in our lifetime. And if you are someone that you share that same passion to see the gospel of Jesus spread, well, I want to invite you to become a grace giver to be someone who joins our community of faith in saying, I value the gospel so much that I want to help spread it. You can learn how to do that through our website, awakentograce.com. Just click Grace Givers Community, and you can learn how you can help spread the gospel along with us, just like part two of our sermon today. We're studying the six cities of refuge, and we are going to see how the gospel is our refuge. And just as God planned these Old Testament cities in Joshua chapter 20, well, God planned the gospel. And we're going to see how the cities are a parallel, how they represent the work that Jesus has done on our behalf. I love preaching the gospel. I love spreading the gospel, and I would love for you to join us in this great effort. I hope you enjoy today's edition of Awakened to Grace. Friends, do you understand who the gospel is for? It's for guilty people. Now notice, the cities of refuge were not designed if you were guilty based on premeditated murder or manslaughter. No, the fact is, you took a man's life. The fact is, you're guilty. But there was safety. Friends, this is what the gospel is. There's no question you and I are guilty of sin. Who did Jesus say that he came for? Jesus said, I haven't come for those who are sick but think they're well. Jesus said, I've come for those who are sick and they know they need a Savior. Do you see the guiltiness of your sin? Do you see that you have fallen short of God's glory? Do you see that you have missed the mark and that your life does not measure up? That you have an incredible inability to save yourself? Can you see these things? If so, then let me tell you, the gospel is for you. For it's for those who will see their sin, those who will acknowledge, those who will admit their guilt, their wrong. Six facts about these six cities of refuge. Number one, they were planned by God out of his sheer mercy and grace. Number two, they were designed for guilty people. Number three, this is interesting. Should a tragedy happen of this magnitude, you were to leave immediately. And flee to the cities of refuge. You are to go at once. 
You are not to wait around and say, well, once I get my last paycheck or once I get my affairs in order at home or, you know, maybe I'll wait until the winter time or I'll wait till summer. I'll wait till a more convenient time. No, it was very much understood. If you were going to go, you had to make it there before the Avengers of Blood reached you. You had to go at once. Friends, how many people hear the gospel over and over? How many of you have been watching, have been listening throughout this whole shutdown? How many of you have been contemplating giving your life to Christ? You've been thinking about walking away from sin. You've been thinking about giving yourselves fully over to God and Walking away from that affair or walking away from lying or walking away from the deception you've been in. How many of you have truly been thinking about becoming a Christian and following Jesus with all your heart? Well, let me tell you, friend, do it without delay. Do it immediately. Those who found safety, those who found refuge, they left immediately and they did not wait for a more convenient time. Oh, my friend, what are you waiting for? Should Christ come this very evening? Should Christ come this week? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Drop it all. Drop all sin. Drop all rebellion. Drop all distractions. And once and for all, yield yourself forever to Christ and truly become His. Not only were these cities planned and designed in the heart of God, not only were these cities designed for the guilty, not only was it true that you had to go immediately and not waste any time, but listen to this, I love this. These cities, fourthly, they were accessible to all people. They were not only accessible geographically, they were accessible even to foreigners. They were for the Jews or even for the foreigner that lived among them. Oh, my friends, can you see how the gospel is accessible to all people? The gospel is accessible whether you are rich or whether you're poor. Whether you're of this uh, skin color or that skin color. Whether you come from this culture or that culture. It doesn't matter where or what stage of life you're in or where you come from. The gospel is accessible to you. Whether you are Jew or Gentile. Whether you are young or old. Whether you are great or small. The gospel is accessible to you. Why is the gospel so accessible? Because scripture says in Ephesians 4 that it was through the shedding of Christ's blood that he tore Down the wall of division. When the veil of the temple was ripped in two, the wall that separated us and God, Christ tore it down. And now we have access to the forgiveness of God. We have access to the very throne of God. See, in the city that I live in, There's a very large company here called Eastman Chemical Company. Do you realize that if I tried right now, if I took my phone and tried to call the president of Eastman Chemical Company, you know, I don't think I could get past the receptionist. Perhaps I could talk to his assistant, maybe. But odds are I couldn't even get past the receptionist. 
If I called my bank right now, I couldn't get past the receptionist. If I wanted to call right now the White House on Pennsylvania Avenue and ask to speak to the President of the United States, how far do you think you and I would get? Not very. But do you realize that because of Jesus, because of the plan and the heart of God, do you realize that now the very throne of God is accessible to us? Do you realize that we who are so fallen and we who are so depraved and we who were such sinners, but isn't that what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9 through 11, and such were some of you, but now, verse 11, you have been justified, you have been sanctified, you have been washed by the blood of the Lamb, and now God Almighty is accessible to us. That now anytime we pray, day or night, any day of the week, any month out of the year, any moment, even in the middle of the night, when you and I bow our heads and we pray, we have complete access to God Almighty. Isn't that amazing? We don't have to go through angels. We don't have to go through dead saints. We don't have to go through anything, we can go directly to Jesus, who ever lives to make intercession for us, the book of Hebrews says. All of this, my friends, was planned in the very heart of God. Not only were they accessible to anyone, foreigner or Jew, they were also accessible geographically. For God said, put three on the east of the Jordan and three cities on the west of the Jordan. God wanted it to where anyone among his people could access a place of refuge. Do you know why? <laughs> Do you know why God's put this sermon on my heart today? Do you know why preaching Christ's church exists today? Do you know why that even during a shutdown of a global pandemic, we have an entire team who works so hard and labors tirelessly to bring the gospel into your home, into your tablet, into your phone, into your car, into your radio, into whatever device you're listening? Do you know why? Because Jesus wants the gospel to come to your heart. Today, he's made it so that the gospel is accessible to you today. Can you imagine a guilty person falling into such a tragedy, knowing that their life was on the line? And can you imagine a, a, a person in this situation going, well, I'll do it when it's more convenient. No, they had to go immediately. Can you imagine him saying, well, I would go, but... I feel like it's a bit too far. No. It was within distance of wherever anyone lived among the people of Israel because this was put into this came from the from the heart of God. So number 1, these cities were planned out of the very heart of God. Number 2, they were cities that were designed for the guilty, for guilty people, people who recognized their guilt. 
Number three, you had to flee immediately. It was not a situation of convenience. It wasn't a matter of convenient timing. No, you had to go with urgency. And how many people today they have no urgency about their spiritual lives? No urgency about the call of God. No urgency toward repentance. No urgency about eternity. And then number four, it was accessible to all people. It was accessible to all peoples as well as geographically. Well, number five today, what we learn about this city is that they were clearly marked. God commanded that there was good signage to these cities. Why? Because I want you to hear me today. I want you to hear my heart. Not any city would do. It wasn't a matter of going to any city. It had to be a city of refuge. The elders were by the gates. The gates were never locked. And the man could come and plead his cause and say, this is what happened. This was a horrendous accident and and my life will be taken from me if you do not take me in. If you do not protect me. And God designed not any city, six cities to be a refuge. You know what the point is for us today, the application? Not any religion will do, my friend. Some of you listening, you're, you're trying to be spiritual, but listen, it's not a matter of spirituality. Not any religion will bring safety. Not any denomination will bring safety. Just because you go to a church, just because you go to, a, to what is called a house of worship does not mean you're safe. It is Christ and Christ alone. For Jesus said in John chapter 14 verse 6, No man comes to the Father except through Jesus. A church cannot save you. A religion cannot save you. Spirituality cannot save you. You are not safe anywhere other than in Jesus Christ. Not any city will do and not any religion will do. Is your salvation in Christ or is, in, is your salvation in your religious experience? Or the fact that you read your Bible or the fact that you're a kind person or the fact that you go to church? It was that famous evangelist of the early 1900s, Billy Sunday, who would so often say, I can sleep in a garage, but that doesn't make me a car. And you can go to church, but that doesn't make you a Christian. Are you a Christian in name only? Or are you a Christian in your heart where God has done a transformational work These cities were clearly marked. And my friends, the true gospel, the saving gospel, the life transforming gospel is clearly marked. And it's Jesus and Jesus alone. Lastly today, those who did turn to the city of refuge, Those who did find safety there, according to Numbers 35 and according to Joshua chapter 20, they had to stay inside the city. 
They had to stay until the time of the high priest's death who died on our behalf, who is a high priest unto us, Jesus Christ. But if they left the city, if they stayed for a while and then determined, oh, I can, I'll be okay, they weren't okay. They had to stay until the appointed time. Friends, how many people have come to Christ and they have found shelter in him? And they have found refuge in him. They even found forgiveness in him, but they didn't stay. Could it be that I'm speaking to you today? Could it be that you are someone who you once knew the joys of God? You once knew the forgiveness of God. You had tasted of the the goodness and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you knew what it was to walk with the Lord. But somehow you've walked away. Somehow through circumstances of life. Somehow through the hurts of life. Somehow in the disappointments and the sorrows and the sins and the carelessness and the busyness of life. Somehow you have walked away from God. Friends, what the Cities of Refuge teaches us that you got to stay in the city of refuge to stay safe. Have you walked away? If so, I can't tell you how unsafe you are right now. You need to come back to the Lord. You need to come back to this place of refuge, this place of safety. The Bible says in Psalms, the Bible says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and are safe. I can't help but feel that God has put this sermon so deeply on my heart. You know, this sermon has been on my uh, uh, wish list to preach for well over a year now. But it's this Lord's Day. It's this Sunday that God gave me the freedom that God said, preach the cities of refuge. And is it for you? Is it because God is drawing you? Is it because God is is trying to, to bring you to a place to Himself? Will you surrender? Will you yield? What are these cities about? Well, the last time these cities were planned by God, friends, the gospel is planned by Jesus Christ. These cities are for the guilty. Do you realize the guilt in your life or do you pretend as though you are a good and a perfect person? Let me tell you, good isn't good enough. Not in the eyes of God. All have sinned. Do you recognize that? Do you acknowledge that? Number three, these cities you had to go immediately. It was not a matter of convenience. Have you been convenient? Have you been carelessly convenient with the gospel to the point you could lose your soul? Oh, I'm going to plead with you. Make today the day that you fully embrace Jesus and you stop embracing sin. Number four, these cities were accessible. They were accessible to anyone at any place. Gospel is accessible for you today because of what Jesus did. No matter your background, no matter your past, 
no matter your hurts. God is accessible to you because of the work of his son, Jesus. Number five, these cities were clearly marked. The gospel is very clear. You must come to Christ no other way. And lastly, if you were going to stay safe, if you were going to remain in this place of hope, this place of refuge, you had to stay in the city. Have you walked away? Have you gotten involved in other things? Have you left the faith? Have you gotten careless with the Lord, with your soul, with spiritual matters? Oh, I cannot beg you enough. Come back to the Lord. Why do you say, Chad, you beg me? Because listen, I'm a beggar telling other beggars where there's food. I'm a beggar telling other beggars where to find the bread of life. If you're someone that you once had faith, you once believed, you once loved, you once trusted, you once walked with God, friends, the gospel call to you today is come home, come back, Luke chapter 15. I want to pray with you right now. I realize the last several sermons I've preached have been highly evangelistic, but it's because the Spirit of God is leading me to preach these things. Because I believe that God is speaking to you. I believe you are the reason the Holy Spirit is telling me preach repentance. So may I pray with you now. Will you pray with me? Pray with me now. Lord Jesus, I don't understand everything, but this one thing I do know, I am a sinner and I need a Savior. Just as you planned the cities of refuge, you planned salvation. You planned the gospel. And now, Lord Jesus Christ, I repent of my sin. I confess and I repent. And I turn to you for eternal salvation and eternal safety. I give my life to you today and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so glad you've listened today. Friends, if you prayed that prayer, you don't know what it would mean to me to know it and to pray for you going forward. If you prayed that prayer or if you would like to correspond with me in any way, I invite you to email me directly, Pastor Chad Roberts at gmail.com. When you email me, my AI device will read it to me for even though I'm blind, uh, it will read me the emails and I get each and every one of them and they're all so precious to me. Especially if you prayed to receive Jesus today, please let me know. Pastor Chad Roberts at gmail.com. For many of you, 
We will worship together in person next Sunday, May 24th. For those who are unable or perhaps you live far away, you're not within driving distance or you're not physically able to join us, I hope you'll continue to join us on our online platform. And I also want to invite you to download our free mobile app, Awakened to Grace. And when you download Awakened to Grace, all kinds of life-changing content is literally at your fingertips. I love you and I'm praying for you. Thank you for joining me today.